0: Oh, come on, let's praise him. No, I'm telling you, there's supposed to be a breakout of praise in this house tonight, I feel it. I tell you, there's about to be an outbreak of God's glory. Somebody get on your feet and begin to praise him. Come on, we're not there. We're not there, I feel it. It's like we gotta plow through something. Sote rebequete. Oh, we're, not we're not done 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 you don't understand my wife and i stood and our little girl stood on a star in the middle of the Capitol day that that was where the capital was founded and they said from this star shall come freedom to the land." we are only about a mile away from that and god says if you'll stretch out your hands i'll pour my glory out tonight so lift your hands and begin to praise him come on praise him go past that little wall Revival is when God gets so sick and tired of being misrepresented, he shows up. It's the moment of encounters. It's when he walks in here and you need to be ready because he is going to lay upon this room in a moment. I'm telling you there's gonna be an outbreak in just a moment. I wanna go ahead and give you a warning that this altar area is always open. But I need to warn warn you that if you start moving towards him, he's going to run into you. I'm so tired of going to places that don't believe in altar calls. The altar is the raised platform uh, uh, made of wood, stone, or steel in which something's brought forth to die upon. You know what I love about being around Pastor Rodney because I can honestly tell you, in 1993, I was at a uh, in a hotel in Louis in Louisville. My father invited me to a meeting. It so messed me up. I think I got fired from my large denominational church right after that. But I want to tell you, I honor what God's about to do, and I shake in His presence. Here it comes. Here he comes I need to see baby okay. I hear the sound of an army I hear the sound of an army I hear the sound of an army I've come to preach to all the cave dwellers all the ones that have been sitting by the window of the cave saying when are you gonna pass by I've come to talk to the ones that have been waiting that you're weary in battle, the ones that have been sitting here saying, Lord, I know you anointed me, but I'm tired because I got the wind of compromise coming from this direction, and I've got the wind of humanism coming from this direction, and I get abused for telling the truth. I've come to talk to the ones in here that God's going to restore your armor before this night is over with, and if you're a teenager in this room if you're a teenager you're not an oops you're not an accident you're not a nobody you've been handpicked by god there's no such thing as an illegitimate child just illegitimate parents and god says i have chosen you to shake the nations give him one more praise and i'll preach you may be seated across his house but that doesn't mean anything preaching for one of my heroes tonight it's not very often you get to do that so I want to honor the house I want to honor what God is doing but I need to warn you I've spent three days weeping for some reason see I must preach something now I'm going to break the rule of 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 guest speakers as an evangelist I've traveled about two million miles and I I Uh, I'm going to break my rule tonight I'm going to preach something that I wrote two days ago which I don't normally do because I don't enjoy doing that it's not fun for me and and uh, but I must I've learned you can only preach where you have survived and I've learned that sometimes when God gets ready to use you he gives you a sleep disorder called revelation Are you with me now? I know it's youth night and I preach at all a lot of youth events around America And it's so funny because I don't fit in they all have skinny jeans on and v-necks and 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 if I put on skinny jeans I look like a hippopotamus and pantyhose amen and and it don't work, it don't work, I don't know why they have me and, and, and I know it's youth night because you've got to understand we've seen crazy miracles lately, we've seen crazy moves of God, for some reason scars disappear off of our students that cut themselves in our services because when the love of a father enters into an orphan generation, he not only heals the inside he can transform the outside, but, but I, I must preach something to you tonight that God gave me, on Monday morning I awoke and, and I had been preaching the day before and I got in and karen and i were at home and and by the way my beautiful wife and our daughter are right here i'm telling you i'm telling you it don't matter if you're ugly as long as you're anointed god will give you a hot wife amen some of you single guys pray but have you ever heard something that shook you in your spirit you didn't understand where it came from god did that to me when i was out jogging one day now when i jog i i don't want to confuse you i i try to run about 10 feet and cool off not to overdo it and and the lord birthed the book that is sweeping the nation right now called i am remnant in me when i was out running one day in 34 prophetic words and i began to look up the lord spoke to me i was down in dallas getting ready to speak and and the lord spoke to me and said i'm going to raise up a remnant and so i ran back to my hotel room and 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 i looked it up and romans 11:5 says so too at the present time there's a remnant that has been chosen by grace and so then i looked up the word remnant and i i found out the word remnant simply means what's left over after everyone else has chased apostasy then i looked it up at dictionary.com because it's anointed and it literally means what comes at the end of a generation what's left over it also means a rag a rag in the hand of god sent to clean up the messes I began to weep before the Lord and he said I'm going to raise up a remnant I'm going to raise up an army and so a few days ago I was praying on Monday morning and and I, I looked at my wife and and I said I don't I don't understand it Karen I I keep hearing something and it sounds so silly but I keep hearing the term Ah Sovereign Lord and You've got to understand over the last couple of weeks i've had some crazy visitations and dreams and the father in my life, Reinhard Bunke, told me to get ready for that to begin to happen. He's a, an evangelist, and he told me to get ready for that to happen. And I, I write about it in my books. The, the night I had a dream of sitting in an old diner, uh, and, and I fell asleep at about 11.40 or 11.30, rather, and, and suddenly I found myself sitting in this old diner. And, and as I'm sitting in this diner, I, uh, it's like an old radio is in front of me, like our grandparents had. And, and every time I would turn the dial, and I'm sitting with national leaders in this old diner, like on route 66 and every time i would turn the dial it would land and it would light up and it would say outbreak of god and it would say new york city the remnant is rising i turn it again outbreak of god dallas outbreak of god tampa outbreak of god miami outbreak of god atlanta outbreak of god san francisco outbreak of god atlanta outbreak of god portland and i'm and i'm weeping and laughing so hard karen can tell you that i suddenly sat up in the bed have you ever been woke up by the spirits i'm going somewhere because there's people in here that god is about to put a new anointing on you, a new thing. There's people in here that you came to this service. You came to this conference saying, I feel like quitting. And God saying, you don't have the right to quit. That shouldn't be in your vocabulary. I've anointed you now. I've anointed you back then and I'll anoint you up there. He says, I didn't take my hands off you. But as I woke up that night, all of a sudden, friends, listen, as I woke up, I sat up in the bed and Karen woke up and she said, what's wrong? And I said, I just saw it. bed i said the move of god is i was laughing and weeping is coming to america we're going to see stadiums filled and and i ran upstairs to my office and emailed pastor bunky and i said i saw it it's coming to america he emailed back and said i know I, i always get revelation second and or the dream that i told pastor rodney about that i had three weeks ago i was in tennessee sound asleep and all of a sudden i see karen and i were running across a giant map and it started in florida and we were running from florida all the way up and as we're running up we see a wave of god's glory coming up across america i didn't know that's what it was at the time honestly it's like we're skipping on a carpet with states and i'm screaming karen we got to get people to the high ground And I woke up and I was upset. I said, God, you promised you would not destroy the earth with a flood, and that afternoon, after I had preached that day I was still upset about this dream I told Karen about it because she had had the same dream a year ago but she saw the glory of God flooding all the way up to the Capitol. that's before we knew about this by the way she saw people being drowned with God's glory my wife did in the Capitol, and 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 all of a sudden the Lord spoke to me he said son I said God why are you going to judge America like that and he said son what you saw was my glory Now you must follow me because I can't take too much time. I want to be careful because the remnant has decided at all costs they will not quit on the one who would not quit on them. The remnant doesn't stop where they should have died because they know that Jesus didn't. So last Monday morning, four days ago, five days ago, whatever it was, four days ago, I woke up and I kept hearing, ah, oh, sovereign. See, I believe the end of yourself is the beginning of God And I honestly believe that purity is the backbone of authority And authority is determined by brokenness And, 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 and I, I love to pray Psalms 51 verse 17 The sacrifices you desire is a broken spirit You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, oh God And, and so I live for those kairos moments That interrupt my, my boring kairos moments And so when that moment when God is going to move And I said, Lord, I, that whole morning I looked at Karen and I said, I don't know why I keep hearing this old, almost almost King James statement, Ah, Sovereign Lord. And all of a sudden I begin to realize that I don't know how sovereign he is anymore in our nation. I don't know how sovereign he is in those that are called to preach. And I've learned that if the stage can seduce you, God will reduce you. But After all, it, everything begins with lordship. I, I looked up what the word sovereign means. It means supreme power and authority, and then I'll tell you more about it later. But but it's what we do when we get saved. It's Romans 10, 9. If if, if we declare with our mouths Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you're going to be saved. That's a declaration of his sovereignty. He is Lord. He is everything but lordship in America. I don't know if that exists right now. And so you got to know my heart because I must share this simplistic word simply titled "Ah oh, sovereign. God, would you watch this video? Because I must share this, and I'm not going to go very long because I hear the alarm going off in the spirit. But I've come to tell you there is a moment. There's a moment when we get out of the way. There's a moment when he begins to pour his glory out across the land. And we see the awakening of the orphan generation. Well, watch this video. The sun rises, he is looking for his bluff. he is searching the nations for the passionate, the ones who received seeking his face, the ones who want only to be in his presence. He is looking for those that will take a stand, who are moved by the spirit, and not by man, who will say, enough is enough, those who will stand up and cry out for his glory. He is looking for you. long I kept hearing all soften Lord and I'm like Lord I don't even know what that means I don't even know so I began to research it and I began to look at America because I knew we were going to be here and, and 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 we have a forgotten lordship in our nation right now but it's coming back the Bible says in Psalms 33 verse 12 blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord the people he has chosen as his own inheritance I asked some of our students from the remnant school of ministry to to read from some of the great presidents if you would come come quick quickly just read some of the things about whether or not bring it up here about whether or not god has been sovereign all this time because i believe he has would you read some of these for me go george washington once said it is to the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey his will, to be grateful for his benefits, and to implore for his protection and favor. Samuel Adams said, we have this day. The 4th of July restored the sovereign to whom all men ought to be obedient. He reigns in heaven, and from the rising and setting of the sun, let his kingdom come. The United States Congress said, in 1864, in God we trust. John Adams said, our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate for a government of any other. Patrick Henry said, it cannot be emphasized too strongly or too often that this great nation was founded not by religionists, but by Christians, and, and, and not by uh, religions, but by the gospel of Jesus Christ. The first Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, John Jay, said, Providence has given to our people the choice of their rulers, and it's their duty as well as their privilege and interest of our Christian nation to select and prefer Christians for their rulers. Thomas Jefferson said, God, who gave us life, who gave us liberty, Can the liberties of a nation be secure when we have removed a conviction that these liberties are the gift of God? Indeed, I tremble for my country when I reflect that God is just, that his justice cannot sleep forever. In the Gettysburg Address and inscribed on the Lincoln Memorial, Abraham Lincoln said, this nation under God. Martin Luther King, Jr. said, if any earthly institution or custom conflicts with God's will, it is your Christian duty to oppose it. You must never allow the transitory and demands of man made Constitution to take precedence over the internal demands of the Almighty God. Ronald Reagan said, the Bible and its teachings helped form the basis for the Founding Fathers abiding belief in the inalienable rights of the individual, rights which they found implicit in the Bible's teachings of the inherent worth and dignity of each individual this same sense of man patterned the convictions of those who framed the english system of law inherited by our own nation as well as the ideals set forth and the declaration of independence thank you give them a hand if you would see i i had to, so i began to pray about it i kept hearing ah oh, sovereign lord and 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 i didn't understand it and and the lord began to speak to me so i must talk quickly and i'll be done about the ah and the O oh in my spirit jeremiah 32 verse 17 ah sovereign lord you made you made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm nothing is too hard for you so i began to look it up i look up everything it's the writer's side of me and i looked up sovereign lord and first i looked like i looked up ah and 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 so I, I i mean i'm from alabama i'm a redneck so i mean we all go ah, what's up and but but i i didn't understand and so i looked up ah and then i began to realize that when you study the word ah or oh anytime time it is used right before a passage of scripture it is a declaration an exclamation of sorrow or regrets so, rather than reading it like "Ah, oh, sovereign Lord," it's more like "Ah, oh, it's a holy moment. It's a moment of X. Ex- I'm going somewhere and you need to follow me for a minute. Because again, I've never had a sermon birth like this in my spirit. I love writing sermons. I love, but he said, you're to preach this tonight. I'm like, Lord, I don't, I don't want. And so I began to look up sovereign Lord and sovereign Lord, meaning Adonai, Yahweh. Now, you know, it's more like Yahweh. In other words, because God always breathes out, he never breathes in. So when you say the word Yahweh, it's Yahweh. It's throwing it out. So, so it's also plural for Elohim, which means big, all encompassing all-powerful almighty one and it it literally means when you read the word sovereign lord all authority and exalted position it means the word means man's relationship to god as his master authority and provider yahweh you know that word it's a very holy word but anytime you see the word lord in the bible it's usually in all caps it's the word yahweh it's 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 the same thing as that word lord and it means the i am are we going somewhere Maybe I lost you. But our sovereign Lord means in my anguish. I declare all authority belongs to the I am. It's the I am of Exodus 6.29. what God told Moses, tell Pharaoh the I am sent you but why in the world was this in my spirit this last monday morning getting ready to come to dc was it was it because we were waiting on the verdict from hobby lobby which has been and 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 and, and we were waiting on the supreme court to decide and and i, I know uh, david green uh, quite well and and i know that he weeps at night for children and and we were waiting on the verdict and and I, so i thought well maybe that's why we're waiting on that verdict of the whole hobby lobby thing and and whether or not four types of pills should be able to or things should be able to kill children in and psalms then psalms 109 so i looked it up sovereign but you sovereign lord help me for your name's sake out of the goodness of your love you deliver me so i thought well maybe that's it maybe because of watching the news and watching the constant partisan fighting even though jesus was not a donkey or an elephant he rode those things and and so I went to Psalms 104. I just started looking. I just started researching. Sovereign Lord, my strong deliverer, you shield my head in the day of battle. Maybe it's the caliphate being declared in the Middle East and Israel wondering what happened to her friends, even though Genesis 12 verse 3 says, I will bless those who bless you. Whoever curses you, while I will curse, and all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. And I, Isaiah 61 verse 11, for as the soil makes the sprout come up and a garden causes seeds to grow, so the sovereign Lord will make righteous and praise spring up before nations. I don't know. I'm just literally running around my house going, ah, sovereign Lord, ah, sovereign Lord. I didn't understand it. I thought it was what they declared. I thought that's what they were talking about, but then I realized maybe not. Maybe it's because secular humanism is invading our nation in such an intense way that Christians no longer pull cards from promise boxes. We would rather read celebrity Christian humanistic tweets every day it's 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 invaded our schools and our universities i write a great deal about it how how the enemy is doing everything he can to remove god from america but you can't take god from what he made and so so i i I don't know but psalm 73 verse 28 i found this verse i mean i'm just praying i'm going god why are you saying ah sovereign lord you're gonna find out in a minute. Psalm seventy three twenty eight. But as for me, it is good to, to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of your deeds. Maybe it's because the Constitution in America is under attack, and when I hear the media acting like the Lego movie. Everything is awesome. When I wrote it, I thought I'd get a better reaction from you, but we're going to move on. <laughs> My little girl sings, everything's out there. I mean, it's just... Or Isaiah 28 verse 16. I turned to that because I just started looking up the word sovereign. Okay, Lord Why are you telling me this and and, and I turned it so so this is what the sovereign Lord says See I lay a stone in Zion a tested stone a precious cornerstone for a sure foundation The one who relies on it will never be stricken with panic And then I, I thought well, maybe Lord It's because truth is under attack and truth is a new hate speech and, and 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 if you start telling the truth You're going to get in trouble. I promise you you need to understand the more you tell the truth the smaller your crowd Will get or maybe because culture is doing everything they can to rewrite God's Word but you can't rewrite his word his word does not change with your personal desires and your perversions his word it says if you add to it or taken away from it you're in danger of hellfire so maybe culture is trying to rewrite God's so all of this was overwhelming me and I I began to get and we're living in a time of what I call Christless Christianity we are so good at being saved without Jesus and 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 we have a headless bride even though Ephesians says he's the head of the church but so we have a headless bride great-looking body just no brain and, and and so we're living in a time of secular Christianity. We're really doing very well at just removing the precepts of Jesus. So I'm getting overwhelmed. And I remembered Isaiah 61, verse 1. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. A release from darkness I'm almost done. Maybe it's because of the celebrity Christianity I see right now. And I wrote a whole chapter on that in a book called the oscar goes to because the only red carpet in the bible is where the blood of the martyrs was spilled and the only roped off here is where they hung them and if jesus would have had handlers the woman with the issue of blood would have never gotten to him so now they scream look at me look at me because if they ever scream look at jesus they'll realize we don't look like him so now we have a generation scream no not him give us barabbas in Psalm 71, verse 16, I will come and proclaim your mighty acts, sovereign Lord. I will proclaim your righteous deeds. You're you alone. It's First Corinthians 1, verse 18. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but those who are being. I'm almost done. presence of God lay on the house. He told me to come and declare sovereignty. Maybe it's the grace movement. People are preaching Christianity without responsibility and that's nothing but religion. Grace is not an invitation to walk away from. Forgive me. Let me do what we've been doing for years and hit the snooze button. I'm almost done. I'm closing. We're living in a time where. The spirit of this age is to make sin seem normal and righteousness strange. We're living at a time where grace is being preached And people are firing the Holy Spirit. And you got to understand, if you fire the Holy Spirit, that's a third of a hundred. And a third of a hundred leaves you 66.6. And I don't want the number of man. So if we got Father, Son, but no Holy Spirit, we've now stepped into the spirit of the anti-anointing, the spirit of the anti-Christ. So we tell the Holy Spirit, not in our house. Not going to happen here. But God says, I'll move anywhere I want. I'll move in the barrios of El Salvador. I'll pour out my spirit in the caves of, of, of another nation. I'll pour out my spirit in the lands where I am forbidden. I'll walk into cages and unlock that I am God you cannot kick me out and while we're preaching a false grace the rest of the world is living in the darkness of the night worshiping in darkness waiting on the enemy to break through the front door but they're praising and they realize righteousness is the only thing and the Holy Spirit was created to bring truth he was given to us for truth he said I will lead you to truth read the very concept the very understanding the very resume of the Holy Spirit in Jude 1 verse 4, for certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped among you. They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ our, sovereign, our only sovereign. I got to close. Maybe it's because the orphan spirit, that's why I travel the world. The orphan spirit that's on the church. See, because I know what it's like to walk into China and grab my little girl and pick her up and her rub my face and say, Baba, and I change her name because a father doesn't leave you where he finds you. A father takes you where he's going and that's my baby down there. But see, there's an orphan spirit on the church. And when you have an orphan spirit on the church, we'll run around and chase everything and try to make it a stepfather. But Jesus said, you don't understand in John chapter 14, I will not leave you as an orphan. I will come to you. He said, I promise to be your father. Somebody gave him a shout. I got to close. And maybe it's the death of a generation, the very founder. And yeah, I may make somebody mad and I don't care. Because any nation that kills their children, we've been doing it for 41 years without a bait. Study history. Two generations from now, we will not be around. And when the founder of Planned Parenthood can stand up and say, Margaret Singer can make a statement. And my Bible says in Psalms 139, he knit me together. It doesn't say he got to know me when I came out of the womb. It says he prophesied over me, declared my future, and anointed me As a, in a womb. He knew who I was before my mama's pregnancy test did. He declared it. And what you got to understand is when the founder will say the greatest thing that a family can do is to kill one of their children, I say it's a lie. It is time for us to rise up and say no more. Let the Holocaust stop. You're killing us a generation that has been anointed to change the world you don't have a power to reach into the secret place and pull out something that don't belong to you maybe I gotta close maybe it's because the Samuels are being awakened in the middle of the night after being abandoned in the places decided at all costs, i will not allow the next generation to speak of the last generation as those who did not want to see his glory i tell you i woke up monday morning and i keep hearing ah sovereign god but it was more like ah sovereign god I looked at my wife we had to go to a meeting and I said I can't get it out of my spirit oh sovereign lord oh sovereign lord I got to, I, I kept hearing it I kept hearing it oh sovereign lord oh sovereign lord oh sovereign lord and 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 maybe it's the Simeon cry that's one of my life messages it's 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 sovereign. don't let me die till I see your glory see my problem is I've had too many crazy dreams I know what the world's telling me, but I know what my sleep's telling me. My problem is I see students by the thousands get up, even though we are raising a salt generation that loves worship more than word because it soothes their demons. But Jesus said, worship me in John chapter 4 in spirit and truth, and we got to get the word back out again so they're actually not dumb about him. And you can worship all day long, but it's the word that cuts it off and leaves you naked before him so he can do a work. But anyway, that's another thing. But see, what you got to understand is there's an awakening coming. I was in a hotel room a while back and I'm sound asleep and it's one o'clock in the morning. And and I I, I began to shake and weep uncontrollably. And I was in Arkansas, of all places. And and I'm shaking uncontrollably. And I knew God was in the room. And I said, please don't come any closer. I screamed it. And my goal is to, to get kicked out of a hotel for praying too loud. I mean, personal goal. And, and all of a sudden, I began to, to shake and weep uncontrollably. And I knew he was in the room. And I screamed, please don't come any closer. I'll die. And all I could see was one foot with a nail print. And the Lord said to me, Pat. Pat, if you'll give me everything you have, I'll give you everything I have. Pat, if you'll tell a generation if they'll give me everything they have, I'll give them everything I have. And it was it. I woke up. I woke up and I began to read John 7. Ask, seek, knock, a perpetual verb. I began to dance before the Lord and began to cry. Oh, I got it. But I love it when a generation, see, you don't understand. I go places where we don't usually get to this point in a sermon. I'm not used to preaching this far because usually they're running to the altars because they're so desperate for an encounter. How many of you know when you get to heaven, your lifestyle shouldn't change? And I got to close. Ah, oh, Sovereign Lord, as you promise, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. Maybe it's because we're living in a lie, a time where the enemy says, I know what I'll do. I'll keep them from breaking the first commandment and that is to multiply. I'll get them to fall in love with someone I didn't tell them to fall in love with. I'll confuse their identity. I'll steal what they see in the mirror. And those of you that believe you're born a certain way and God messes up on you, I wrote on it, you're wrong. The science don't back you up, friends. I did the apologetics. But we're living in a time of cognitive dissidence. And cognitive dissonance is if you hear something so many times over and over, eventually you begin to believe it, even though your spirit man screaming, no, they can be free. You're like, no, I'm not going to try to get them free anymore, because if I try to get them free, then people will throw stones. Well, you go ahead and worry about your stones because I'm throwing ropes and I'm pulling people out of pits and I'm telling them that God has anointed you and we are living in a time where... People are running. I got to close with this. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Forgive me I don't even know how long I've gone and 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 I'm so honored to follow one of my best friends Didn't he bring a word right here? Didn't he? One of the greatest prophets in America Finally I decided to go pray And as I stumbled into my prayer closet I said God why are you saying to me all sovereign? And he said, son, the awesome ah, sovereign Lord that you have in your spirit is the cry of those who have come to a place of knowing that I am king and ruler. Those that are broken and desperate for their God. I wrote it down. These are those that know that without my help, my intervention, my preeminence, everything they try is for naught. If you will declare my sovereignty, I will intervene. I will pour my spirit out in Washington, D.C. The army will rise, and then I will rescue. And I will go and bring forth the outpouring that has been promised from Joel 2.28 to Acts chapter 2 from the promise of Malachi Forward, turning the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children back to the fathers he said that to me and then he said this to me and he let me study all day before I found it I was so frustrated he said turn to Ezekiel 37 I'm done here the hand of the Lord is upon me and he brought me out but I'm done Get it it is set to here it comes <laughs> All day long, I'm studying the sovereign Lord, sovereign Lord, looking up scriptures, sovereign Lord, sovereign Lord. I don't know why he's doing this to me. I could preach another message that I've used to preach a few times that that literally I don't need notes. He said, no, 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 no. Because of the anointing that I put on Rodney Howard Brown to lead a revival in this nation, I want you to walk in and prepare the way for him before he preaches because he's one of my greatest heroes. He said, I want you to tell them if they will do this, I will awaken America. Church, you're not getting it. Sovereign, Lord, means nothing else matters. I throw all the junk and all the perversion out of my life. I crawl. When's the last time you walked out of your prayer closet limping? When's the last time you wrestled with him till he changed your name? When's the last time you went to the place where you didn't have to be seen anymore, but he wanted to make him known, and this is it. This is it right here, and this is what it says. And he said, right, he says, and he led me back and forth. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I jumped ahead of the sovereign part. And he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and he set me in the middle of a valley. Now I understand this is a prophecy for Israel. I love Israel. You've got to understand where I'm a German Jew, so you've got to know. I understand that. But this is a prophecy for today. Are you with me so far? He said, in fact, you need to stand with me as I read this. See, because I'm reminded of three years ago when a tornado flew, flew through Birmingham and the next day it jumped, the tornado jumped over our house. And laying in my front yard was one sheet of paper torn out of a book in the tornado. The tornado flew over our house, the big one that wiped out of Birmingham. And I picked it up soaking wet, laying in my front yard. It had fallen out of a book called Armageddon, the Middle East and the Oil Crisis written in 1974. Somebody's book. I don't know whose book it was. My friend figured it out. He ran it through a computer. But as I got out of my vehicle and was going into the office, it was the day after the tornado, Birmingham was devastated. It was April 2011. Tuscaloosa, where my family lives, was devastated. And I leaned over in the front yard, and I pick up this sheet of paper that's soaking wet. And all it says is topping even these disasters will come a world war of unprecedented proportions. Hundreds of millions of men will... And it begins to speak of the end times. And I begin to shake uncontrollably. I went in the house and I couldn't speak for two hours. And my wife sent me to my room. She does that. She says, you need to go to your prayer room. God's trying to talk. So I walked up to my prayer room and I fell on my knees and I received a text from a good friend that said David Wilkerson was just killed in a car accident. One of my heroes. And I begin to weep uncontrollably. And I said, God, why did you put this in my yard? He said, tell them. tell them we're out of time and it changed my anointing i went from trying to be the crazy funny guy all over america to finally actually stepping into that prophetic apostolic mantle of of the cry out and and so i must read this to you but you need to understand the reason why i showed you that is because we're out of time that's why this man was brought to dc that's why god is about to pour out and i'm done right here but it says the hand of the lord was upon me this is why i kept hearing oh sovereign god but i'm not saying it right oh sovereign God and he brought me out by the spirit of the Lord and he set me in the middle of a valley and it was full of bones Where's, my, where's the drummer at where's the drummer where's the drummer i need i need you to start making noise i don't care how it's gonna sound because i hear the sound of a rattling coming together i hear the wind of the holy spirit the very name of god the breath of god the acts two upper room wind is going to begin to blow through this place i hear the sound i hear the sound of an army i hear the sound of an army the alarms are going off in the spirit which means my time is up And he led me back and forth among them and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley bones that were very dry. Hello American church. You'll never shake a city with your hour and five minute microwave nothing. you don't even believe in altar encounters anymore and you let you let people walk out so hungry and you may have excellence but you don't have anointing and i'm going to tell you right now the devil has excellence just go to hollywood but i want the anointing put me in a place where i walk out drenched put me in a place where i walk out scarred put me in a place where he comes over and does a work in me put me in a place where he tears off some garbage don't put me in a place where i'll walk in and treat me like a car wash take me to a mechanic And I saw a great many bones on the floor. I gotta say this and then I'm gonna turn to the pastor. He asked me, son of man, I'm, I'm you, would you, would you real soft because we gotta get the army rolling, here we go. Son of man, can these bones live? I need to ask the leaders in this house, can these bones live? No, I, I, I didn't, you, apparently you've forgotten the anointing. You forgot what it was like the first time you had an encounter when you began to realize you could use you and you went to that pastor, that bishop and you said, God's anointed me to preach. And he said, sit down, he said, sit down. But I got to preach down we got to teach you some etiquette and I get etiquette I got I believe you got I believe the calling of God without timing of God results in the absence of God But let's not pride them Send them to the streets where you used to go soft, soft, soft. <laughs> He asked me "Son of man Can these bones live? And I said, Ah, Sovereign Lord! You alone know! Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter and you will come to life. I feel it. I'm, I'm, I'm closed. I'm done. I was going to read through the great revivals, but apparently I'm done. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh. I won't know. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you. These bones, I will make breath enter you and, I, and you will come to life. I will attach to, um, If you're watching by television or you're watching on the internet, I'm telling you in your bedroom, you need to want, understand God is breathing on your face right now, just as He breathed in John 20 in the upper room in Acts chapter 2. Listen to me. He's breathing on you. He's trying to breathe. He's pulling out the old and pushing in the new. His name means breath. His name be it's the breath of God that drives the storm. The breath of God drives the armies. Study about it. The sovereignty. He told me to declare across this place that he is God of Washington DC he is God of the capital he is sovereign you cannot replace him with your concept he's not a coexist God he's the only God he says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that I am Lord you are saved." for evil oh, watch it goes on to say I will make breath enter you and you will come to life and I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you cover you with skin I will put breath in you his name means breath and you will know you will come to life then you will know that I am the Lord so I prophesied as i was commanded sometimes you just got to say do your job and as i was prophesying there was a noise keep going a rattling sound somebody pull out some keys out of your pocket and start rattling them i've never done this before in my life i've never preached this sign there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked intently flesh appeared upon them and skin covered them but there was no breath in them then he said to me prophesy to the breath prophesy to the wind of God prophesy son of man and say to it this is what the this is what the sovereign Lord says come breath sovereign Lord says come breath from the four winds and breathe into these slain and make the, that they may live so I prophesied It as I commanded as I was comm- and breath entered them and they stood up on their feet in a vast army then he said to me son of man these bones are the people of Israel what are you saying Pat oh listen 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 he has a promise that he would bring them back evil fulfilled that in 1948 so that we can grab a hold of the covenant of thereof today why did I preach this today oh I'm done because I can tell you I can tell you it was a moment like this in history in the 1727 with the first great awakening 1792 second great awakening 1830 a resurgence began 1857 the great awakening prayer revival 1857 the next awakening 1903 the Azusa Street Wales the final great awakening they call it and then the tent revivals then the Jesus movement under the 60s crusade the Billy Graham's crusade the Jesus movement, the early 90s in lakeland florida and in toronto and in brownsville where i'll be at this sunday the outbreak of god i've come to tell you i've come to tell you and i'm done we're overdue wake up we're we're overdue I'm tired of cleaning up a mess every week to young people across America because we're not willing to say pour it out oh sovereign God I'm not the pastor anymore I'm not the evangelist anymore I'm just the remnant we're not done Stop. Hold on. Wave of the Holy Spirit flood from this side to this side. Now, wind of God, wind of God, wailing begin to break out. Wailing begin to break out. Wailing to break out. God says, Can these bones live? Can these bones live? Can these bones live? Can these bones live? To him. Cry out to him, cry out. Don't you stop crying out to him. Don't you stop crying out. He's looking for people that'll cry out. He's looking for people that'll repent and lay down agendas. He's looking for people that'll say it can happen in Washington, D.C. God says he's going to pour it out. God spoke to the man from Africa and said, I will pour it out. God says, You need to get ready. Say it out loud. Ah, sovereign God, you Thank you for listening. We pray that this word would sit in your spirit and transform you. For more information or to become a covenant partner with Mercy Seat Ministries and Evangelist Pat Karen Chatsline, you can log on to www.mercyseatministries.com